Welcome to Scats Chats, your destination for inspiration. Each episode, I chat with mental health professionals and everyday people just like you and me to talk about various wellness topics and the human experience. Get ready to feel inspired with another episode of... Hey there, welcome to Scats Chats. I'm your host, Sarah Katz, and I want to thank you so much for checking out this podcast today, taking care of your mental health and wellness, because as I always emphasize, it's so important. And this podcast is fun, so I think you'll have a good time listening and hearing our chats on this podcast and really taking something out of it to bring into your own life. So on this episode, I chat with Abby. She is a health and mindset coach, and we talk about limiting mindsets and how to identify those. Sometimes they may be hard to identify and building healthy habits for the mind and body and how basically physical health is linked with mental health. Who knew, right? I mean, we dive deep into it. And Abby's so fun. We chatted a lot and we got a visit from her dog, Ellie, too. So you will see if you're if you're a fan of dogs, you will love the appearance that Ellie makes. So I hope you love that. Before we start this episode, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube page because our YouTube subscribers get first dibs, first notification about new episodes coming out. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and support us. And you can follow us on any social media platform. Just look us up. Scats Chats, that's S-K-A-T-Z-C-H-A-T-S. Of course, as you know, because you're listening to this podcast, right? And you can also check out some fun merch that we have if you want to go to www.scatschats.com and then click on that donation button in the upper right corner. So that's where you find all of our fun merch and... That's pretty much it for housekeeping, and we would love to hear from you also if you found something really interesting from this episode that you didn't know before or you really want to work on or improve on, or if you have any recommendations for any future episode topics, we would love to hear from you because we're always looking for ways to improve this and to make it more helpful and better for you. So that's it. Thank you so much for coming on again. Hope you enjoyed this chat with Abby, and I hope you really learned something from it. Abby, thank you so much for hopping on Scats Chats. I appreciate you being here and willing to, you know, dive more into just limiting mindsets and how to create healthy habits for us, for our mind and body. So I want to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself and say a little bit more about what you do and um, why you were interested in coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here and to chat with you today. So I'm Abby Hegney. I am a health and mindset coach. Um, my company is Wellness with Abby, and I believe that every woman deserves to feel healthy and confident in her body, and she deserves to do that while living the life that she loves. And so I work with women on a one-on-one -on -one basis to help them overcome those limiting beliefs that we all have, that negative self-doubt and disbelief mm -hmm. in ourselves so that we really can get to that place where we just feel really good. <laughs> in the very simplest terms, 
we just want to feel good, right? We yeah. want to feel good when we look in the mirror. We want to feel good when we wake up. We want to feel like we have enough energy to get through the day. And sometimes it's just the smallest tweaks that we can make that make the biggest difference. So I help women to identify what those are for themselves mm -hmm. and to implement them and to keep going and to not feel like failure is, you know, detrimental to them. Yeah, definitely. I think that a lot of people struggle with that, like limiting mindset or things that like mindsets that we can get stuck in that kind of limit us from becoming like, I guess, living at our highest potential or becoming the person who we want to be the, you know, the, the mom and still have time for herself or, you know, the working woman that has like three different jobs and, you know, still needs to make time for her exercise and things like that. So I think that this conversation will really help people, you know, especially women to live a more, I guess, balanced life. And like you said, do the things that they, that they want to do in order to live that more, you know, confident life. So I want to first get into like the limiting and stuck mindset. So like, what does that look like? I know that can look like different things for many different people, but I know that for me, it's like all the inner self-talk. It's like, I can't do this. I don't have the time or the space or the capability to do this. So what do you think from your point of view and your, you know, coaching and when you work with women, what, what do you see mainly in women that creates this limiting mindset for them? Yeah. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head. There's my dog. Um, <laughs> Hi, it's so cute. <laughs> very big puppy. Um, I think you hit it exactly in that for so many of us, the biggest thing that I see is I don't have the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that I don't have the time is such a negative place to be in because when you think that way, you're going to look for all the evidence that you don't have the time. Mm -hmm. And this goes for really any sort of limiting belief that you may hold, whether it's, um, you know, another one that I see is I've tried everything and nothing works. You know, women that mm -hmm. are trying to get into consistent habits or eat healthier or lose the weight, they've tried everything and nothing works. Well, yeah, if that's the way that you think, that's always going to be what you find, right? Mm -hmm. You're always going to find reasons why something doesn't work. You're always going to find the reasons why you don't have the time. But if you can just shift that slightly to, I haven't found the thing that works for me yet. Mm. Or I have the time that I need for all of the things that are important to me today. You're going to start looking at your day differently. You're going to start looking at your journey differently. And it doesn't have to be this big, like, I've got to get from A to B and I've got to do it overnight. It's just mm -hmm. what is like that 1% difference, that one, um, you know, one higher vibration in terms of what your energy levels are, what your thoughts are, what your mindset is telling you. And just follow that. And you'll feel more confident because it's going to be something that's going to be more achievable for you. Yeah, that makes sense that I've had that issue too, where it's like, I need to get all this done in one day. And sometimes like that's not possible, but we do have to realize that we do have a lot more time than we really think too. Yeah. And to your point, there may be days that you do overschedule yourself, mm -hmm. right? And you're like, oh, I thought I could do all of these things and I can't. But what's going to end up happening is you're going to get done the things that are really important to you, that you mm -hmm. really find the value in, either for doing them or for not doing them. Right? Yeah. If there's a balance of, if I don't do this, the consequences are worse, you're going to get it done. And the same is true for the things that you want to be doing. So you'll always find the time for the things that you needed to do today. 
And then it's about, okay, now how do you deal with, I didn't do everything I thought I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And you can either go down that I failed. It's not possible. I can't do the things I messed up that all or nothing mentality that just is a slippery slope, right? You can go down there or you could say that was enough for today. The hmm. next day I won't schedule as much. Maybe I need to look at this. What do I need to do differently? Did I learn that this one task takes me twice the amount of time as I thought it would? Mm-hmm. Starting to evaluate makes a big difference rather than that fail and give up that all or nothing. Just look at what happened, what worked and what didn't work. What are you going to do differently? That's interesting. Like analyzing kind of like be more smart about it and being more realistic and practical instead of saying, I can't do this. I am a failure. Yeah, exactly. That makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. In a very simple way. You know, you don't have to like really sit down and like, you know, feel like it's a calculated thing that Mm -hmm. that is all super structured and you have to evaluate it, but just noticing like, oh, wow, I didn't do everything that I wanted to get done. How am I feeling about that? Am I feeling stressed out that I didn't do the things? Am I feeling defeated? Am I feeling not worthy enough, you know, or that I'm not able to take time for myself because all these other things didn't get done? And maybe just noticing those feelings and what would maybe shift that feeling a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in general, it's important to like be truly honest with yourself and with your feelings too. And not just maybe about, you know, that you didn't accomplish anything or not as many things as you wanted for the day. But I think in general, it's important to be like honest with, you know, am I feeling scared? Like be honest about that. Am I feeling a little bit worried or scared about, you know, the possibilities of the future even? I think that's important too. Yeah. And I think, you know, to acknowledge it, and to be okay with it, to allow yourself to feel that way. Because sometimes we feel scared and we're like, well, what can I do to not feel scared? Mm-hmm. Maybe the best thing is to just allow yourself to feel scared. Really understand like, what is it that make, that's making you feel scared? What happens when you feel scared? And oftentimes we find like, oh, it's not so bad. Like we can mm-hmm. feel scared. We can feel defeated. We can feel like we failed, but that's not the end of the world. We can yeah. decide to keep going. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Now, I know this might be a tricky thing, but this is something that I've, I guess, realized within myself is that I'm a little bit like afraid of like all the good things that can happen in the future. Mm. Does that, is that like a common thing that you see within, I guess, uh, your clients? Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely comes up and I find mm-hmm. it so fascinating. Right. And I feel like, especially for women, it can be such an interesting thing that holds us back. Mm-hmm. Right. When we start to realize like, oh, I can do this. Like maybe something's going to happen. Like, it's almost like we get scared of like, wait a minute, <laughs> yeah, going to happen. And then we end up shutting down. It's almost like resistance to success. Mm-hmm. And I think getting really curious for yourself about why, why does that feel weird to you? What have you been taught Mm-hmm. That feel weird to you? Are you putting yourself in this box where, no, you weren't supposed to have this title or this amount of money, or you weren't supposed to yeah. lose this weight, you know, like whatever it may be. And I think you see that a lot with women that want to lose weight too. They, they get to their goal and then it's like, well, I'm here. Let me just, you know, I'll eat all yeah. the And then they kind of go back to their old ways. It's almost like, I don't know how to handle this success. And what if like, I can't 
keep it up. It's like a self-sabotage. And then they end up not keeping it up. Mm -hmm. Do things, I think, more slowly, a little bit more of a gradual, um, sustainable approach, that success comes on in a much more manageable way. And then Mm. throughout the process, you can kind of, you celebrate it along the way, right? Like with my clients, we're always celebrating. We look every week at like what worked really well, like let's celebrate that. And you get used to that celebration rather than like, you're here, now we don't know what to do with it. Yeah, completely. And that kind of goes along with, I just mentioned to you before we started this, but I, you know, ended a new job and I'm going to start a new one next week. And I've really learned to kind of celebrate the little things and kind of gain Uh that tolerance, if you will, for, you know, celebrating like the the little things, but can, they can also be big things too. And and over that time, like realizing that I am truly capable of anything throughout the whole process. Yes. And when you get that celebration of the little things, you fill yourself with more gratitude, mm-hmm. right? We often look for the big things. Like I'll celebrate when I get here, but you can't get to those big results without all those little wins. You know, I mean, even yeah. your decision to take another job. Like it's not even the job and like going out for it and starting one. It was the decision to make a move that was your mm-hmm. very first step in all of that. And yeah. to go into that unknown, step into a challenge, you know, and be confident in yourself that this is going to work. I'm going to make it work. You know, I can, I may fail, but there's a bigger, bigger chance that I'll be successful. Like that mm-hmm. is worth celebrating. Yeah. And I think there's no way to kind of um, get over that fear of the unknown, maybe, because it, I feel like the unknown is always going to be there. Like we can't predict the future, obviously. Right. So I think just to maybe have a little bit more of, hey, like, why not you? Like, why? Why not you? Like, you can be successful in this. Like, maybe we always think about the negative things that can happen. But like, what are the the good things, you know, that can happen and how we can be successful, too, in the future? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so much unknown, right? We mm-hmm. don't we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, but that doesn't necessarily mean we're scared to wake up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right? But when it comes to our goals, we can so easily be afraid of that unknown. And so it's like, where in your life are you not afraid of the unknown? Bring that to light. Mm-hmm. You know? And then think about, okay, well, if I wasn't afraid of this unknown for going on this journey, trying to, you know, switching a job, even though it could be stressful and Mm -hmm. I've got to start over and I've got to meet new people and all of this stuff. But where could you just be okay with that unknown, knowing that it's not going to be unknown all the time? Yeah, definitely. And we've gone through, like, I guess, quote, unknowns in the past, new Mm -hmm. experiences, new adventures, and they worked out well. So it's like, why won't this you know, why are we like, you know, in that, I guess, mindset of fear to the unknown again? Yeah. 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 And your brain's always going to want to keep you there, right? Our brains, are, um, as evolved as we are, our mm-hmm. brains want to tell us no. They want to tell us we can't. They want to tell us it's not enough. All of the things that just yeah. keep us stuck where we are. And it's just, it's a way of protecting us. But it's our way of staying protected when we are afraid of that unknown. And once we step into it, 
and start to realize, oh, we can do this. This can work. I can be more consistent. I can show up for myself. I can be brave. Whatever the thing is, it starts to get used to that. And then Mm -hmm. that becomes your new normal, right? And then something else is going to come up. You're going to challenge yourself a little bit more, you know? And I see that with my clients. It's like they set a goal for themselves and then they reach their goal and they decide like, this, there's more, I want more, this is now easy for me. So what's the next level. And then it kind of starts the cycle all over Mm -hmm. again. Can I do this? And I think the very first place you have to start is just believing in yourself, believing that you can do it, believing it's possible for you that if other people could do it, why can't you do it? Exactly. I think there's so many like success stories out there, whether or not it's you know, looking at people who are famous now, uh, but people who have built the career or the life for themselves that they've wanted, like to know that that is possible and that we all have the potential and the capability to do that and be that too is kind of astonishing. That's the yeah. kind of like the mindset where I've been in lately, I guess, as like a young person still kind of, you know, trying out my life and seeing what, you know, what my purpose is or what I want to do and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so fantastic that you are stepping into that. And I always think like, what would it be like? And again, I'm speaking from the the woman's perspective because I work with so many women. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, what would the world be like if our our default as women was, I can do this. Like, of Mm -hmm. course I'm going to do this. I'm going to be successful. It's all going to work out. Whereas our default is, I don't know. I'm just not sure if it's going to work. Maybe I shouldn't try it. You know, it's all of that negative stuff that holds us back. And I Mm -hmm. just think of what would the world be if we all had that confidence that we really are capable of? We just need to draw it out of ourselves. Right. And I think too, like you mentioned before, taking a look at what we were taught, I guess, in the past, and maybe that could be from you know, family, previous generations, or like society in general, um, kind of the ways that like outside forces have tried to limit ourselves, not just us, but just the outside forces to begin with have tried to kind of, you know, say that you can't get up to this level or you can't, you know, um, what's, what's the term? Like a break the glass ceiling, if you will, in corporate, I guess. Yeah. 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 And where, you know, we are doing that to ourselves too. Like much of it is learned from the outside, but where have you maybe been celebrated for holding yourself back a little bit? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that sort of internal motivation of, well, I'm, I'm good right where I am. Things are working out just fine here. Why not stay here when inside, you know, it's not really where you want to be. Mm-hmm. I think if we follow that internal desire, if we really picture ourselves as that person we want to be, doing the things that that person is doing, living that life that they have, and start to act that way, make decisions as that person, things change. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've noticed that. When you realize that everyone is kind of in the same boat in that way, that you're not, maybe well, you're tricking yourself to think that you're less than other people or you have less of a chance or capability than other people. When in reality, it's like everyone kind of has, you know, uh, an insecurity or flaws that they may see 
within themselves. So it's like, we're all kind of in the same boat there, right? Whereas we need to realize that there are people who have broken through that shell of that, Mm -hmm. I guess, limiting mindset or being stuck and realize that they truly can, you know, do what they want to do or be who they want to be. It's possible. Exactly. And I think, you know, thinking about being all in the same boat, I think that's such a great way to look at it because a lot of the times we blame our life circumstances for why Mm -hmm. things aren't the way they are. You know, I grew up in this place. My family was this way, whatever, you know, the facts of life are. And it's like, well, well, no, (laughs) somebody else was in that exact same boat. Like maybe you didn't know them or, but, you know, somebody else grew up in a small town or, you know, was limited in some sort of way and that didn't stop them. And so that's where that mindset comes in of like, how am I attributing what is happening in my life? Like what can't be controlled? What just is to my mindset and how am I thinking about overcoming those things? Are those things really keeping me where I am or could it be that I can still be successful? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think there's maybe we're, yeah, like we're taught to, um, I'm trying to think of like a, like an analogy. This is how I like, you know, make sense of things. But if we have like, if we're wearing a hat, right. And we just kind of think, in our comfort zone, in our circle, in our bubble, and we never really take the hat off to see all of the the extra ways, the more potential that we have. Mm -hmm. It's like, how how do we, I guess, learn over time to be comfortable with taking that hat off? Like you said, obviously celebrate the small wins, but I'm thinking what are like some other, I guess, ways that over time we can kind of learn to gain more of that tolerance? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the biggest things that we can do, um, which we're not really taught to do is really question things like get really Mm. curious about what's happening, what's happening on the outside, but also what's happening in our mind, you know? And when you said that the hat Mm -hmm. thing, like I had this um, vision, I guess, in my mind of like a pilot wearing like a big sombrero, (laughs) (laughs) you have like a single engine plane with a pilot wearing a big sombrero there's going to be so much that he doesn't see Mm -hmm. maybe we're just wearing the wrong hat and we need to put on you know the the pilot hat whatever that like yeah yeah yeah. like a skull cap is but we're never going to know that we're wearing the wrong hat if we don't try different things Mm-hmm. It's like if you tried a diet and it didn't work, and now you're like, well, I'm never going to lose the weight. Or you tried uh, to get into an exercise routine and you went right out to run a marathon. You're like, I can't run a marathon, so I might as well give up. Yeah. You have to start questioning, well, why didn't this work? Did anything about this work? Did I show up for myself? Was I able to do it multiple times? Like, and then thinking about, okay, well, this worked, this didn't work. What can I do differently? Mm-hmm. What am I not seeing? What feels good? What doesn't feel good? What else could be out there? Just getting really curious, I think, can be so eye-opening for us. But we're so busy all of the time. We don't take that time to slow down and even become aware of what is. Yeah, definitely. Or like you said, be curious and like question how we can change in the future too. 
Because I think that a lot of people aren't open to change. And, you know, like I mentioned before, I guess they're so, me too, honestly, and I'm sure you too in some ways, but we're so like comfortable with our like current surroundings and afraid to kind of branch out in that way. Yeah. Yeah. I actually just talked about this in an email. Um, my newsletter that I sent out yesterday was, um, I have been coaching for a number of years, but I had always done it kind of on the side. I worked nine to five and Mm -hmm. I did it in the morning. If I had time after the kids went to bed, you know, I, I snuck in some calls with clients and last year around this time, I found out that my job was being eliminated. So I had Mm. been in this role for over 10 years, loved it, built up this business. And in that moment, not in that exact moment, but in that time I had to make a decision right? Was I going to go out and was I going to get another nine to five job and keep the stability and, you know, everything that I had been used to that I thought I always needed, you know, Mm -hmm. when I thought about myself, I'm like, oh no, like I need a consistent income. I need the benefits. I need all of this stuff. And it really gave me the opportunity to get very curious and to think about my future. And I think that was the most um, life-changing for me up until this point question that I asked myself is what's my future self doing? And mm. then I'm really curious. Okay. I'm like, what is she doing? What does she believe? What is she thinking? What decisions did she make? Like just all of these things that I wasn't asking about myself. I was asking about her and it became so clear to me that going out to get another nine to five was not my future self. That's not what I wanted to be doing. I wanted to be a coach. I wanted to help more women. And so I just went all in on this decision to do it, to take this risk, to step into the unknown, to face a challenge and even a fear that I didn't think previously I probably would have done, you know, I probably Mm -hmm. did coaching on the side. It would have been a a side hustle rather than a business and a business that can be so impactful. And so making decisions today based off of who you want to be. And I'm sure you thought about that too, when you change jobs of like, okay, where do I want to be? Mm-hmm. What do I want to be doing? What's going to bring me joy and light? And what can I do today that's going to get me closer to that? And just believing that you can do it and believing that, yes, you could fail. You could fail along the way. You could fail in the long term. Mm-hmm. But if you care that much, you're most likely going to be successful because you're never going to give up. You're going to keep going. You know, if this Mm -hmm. job doesn't turn out to be the one that you want, are you going to give up on pursuing this career in this direction you want to go? Probably not. You're probably going to look for something else. Hmm. I like that. And I like how you mentioned that to think about what your future self, like the decisions that they've made or kind of put yourself in that mindset. Would you say that's like that, like that term, they always say higher vibration of like thinking kind of, um, of yourself in that certain place in time, I guess. Yeah. I think you could call it whatever you want, you know, Mm -hmm. like your future self, is it a better version of you? I just got off a call with a client today and she's like, that's the better version of me or the best version of me. I think she said is this person, right? Like she's not there yet. She knows she's not there yet, but the Mm -hmm. things that she needs to do to get there, she can see that person. She 
understands what that person's doing. She knows how that, that woman is feeling. And now she can clearly see like, in order to get there, I need to do these things. I need to take this step. I need mm -hmm. to go over this. Um, so it just gets a little bit more clear. I think when we can really think about who we are and start to feel like that person. I like that. I love that a lot. And I want to kind of pivot to, I know we mentioned about diet culture and, you know, healthy habits and things like that before. And I know that's some of, you know, your area of expertise, if you will, and what you talk about with your clients. So I want to ask, I guess, you know, how has diet culture been so ingrained into our society and why it, it seems like it kind of like overpowers us to be a certain, it, like in order to restrict yourself with food and nutrition wise to be this extra better person? Like how does that, I guess, tie into that like limiting mindset, if you will? Yeah. And I think that goes back to kind of what you've taught yourself. Like we were saying, like, what are you, what have you been telling yourself? What have mm -hmm. you learned? Um, for many of us, that's all we've ever learned. Like I can remember growing up and I grew up not having a very good relationship with food at all and really struggling with body image and, you know, working out for punishment to burn off calories versus, you know, doing it to make me feel healthy and give me the energy. Mm -hmm. As far back as I can remember were, you know, commercials on TV about like, you know, the, the thigh master, like do this to get mm. the thighs, do this to lose weight. I mean, I remember even seeing commercials for diet pills and like, I just thought that's what women did. <laughs> like, I thought that women watched what they ate. They limited things. If they, they didn't allow themselves the cake or the cookies and mm. then you know, we burned off the calories and that I just thought that that's what we did, that we stressed about our weight. And so I think so much of that is just learned. And it, for me, it took one comment from a gymnastics coach that I had when I was at a very young age that really created this negative spiral and this negative relationship. And so it doesn't have to be all of these things all of the time. It can just be one impressionable person or one impressionable ad or one impressionable thought or something that triggers something within you that makes you feel like I need to be this way. Hmm. I think what we need to realize is that you can do all of those things. You can, you know, you and I can eat the same exact way. We can do the same exact workouts. We can have everything the same and we're still going to look different because we mm -hmm. are different human beings. We have different bodies. We have different makeups. We are meant to be unique. And I think what diet culture does is try to shove us into these little boxes, right? It's like, here's your life, get into this box. Mm -hmm. And what we need to do is say, no, we're going to fit these things into our lives. We're going to create these habits that feel good to us that we want to come back to. We're going to notice the foods that give us energy versus the ones that bring us down. We're going to notice what sort of movement and works for us and how long we have to move our bodies and how we can get the ample amount of sleep and all of these things. And we're going to figure it out, but that may take some failure and some tweaking along the way in order to do that. Um, and I'll just, I think allowing yourself the time to figure it out too, right? Like it's that quick fix. It's the delivered on your doorstep next day mentality. Mm -hmm. 
but that doesn't work for us. And we need to shift away from that. We need to be okay with things taking a little bit longer, knowing that if we allow it to take longer, it's more likely to last. Just becomes who you are at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And like you said, too, we're all different. I know I come from a very curvy family, so I have, you know, I'm not the skinny stick figure. I'm more of a curvy gal. And I'm like, you know what? That's cool because that's my genetic makeup. And that's, it's like, you know, like I got it from my mama type of thing, you know? Yeah. And finding that confidence within you. Yeah. Yeah. This is who I am. This is my family. I want to embrace this. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think that, like you said, everyone's different. And I think a point to emphasize too is like, do what feels good to you in terms of exercise. Like if you want to just take a walk outside one day, and if that's all that you have time for, like 15 minutes, great. If you feel more, I guess, motivated and have more energy to do a 30 minute extra kickbox cardio workout or whatever, then that's cool too. It just, I think it Um, Instead of being so stuck on like a regimen that we have to follow, like you mentioned with the diet culture and exercise, that it's okay that we have more freedom to do what our body, I guess, is telling us that it it wants to do. Yeah, exactly. And distinguishing what we think we want versus what our body needs. Mm -hmm. And, And that can be a big difference. But I like how you said, like, if you have 15 minutes to get outside for a walk and that's all that you can do today... That is amazing. That is so much better than not doing anything. And on the days where you really can't get it in, how can you talk to yourself in a way that makes that okay too? That makes that just one day that you weren't able to get out or your plan didn't go as you had thought, you know, this kind of brings it full circle for us, right? Like it didn't go as planned, but that's okay. And you can move on. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow doesn't have to be the same way. You can decide like, oh, I messed up. I didn't get out. And now everything's ruined. Or you can just say today didn't work out as I planned. Tomorrow, I'm going to change this or this is going to be different. And I'm going to feel so much better. And then notice the difference too of how do you feel? Mm-hmm. I love that. And I think just like walking in general or just going outside taking a break for 10 minutes it it helps us so much mentally too and i think it's interesting how like the the mind and the body are kind of connected in that way and i think when you know someone is really stressed out with work or can't seem to is like a, in a creative rut if you will i hear that taking a walk outside really kind of gets the brain going again uh, yeah it's really amazing how mm-hmm. um just being outside moving but to your point like maybe you just go outside and sit in the sun you know yeah but like I I feel the same way sometimes I I, you know I take a little bit of a walk before I pick my son from the bus and I'm like on the notes app my phone because all of these thoughts I'm like I gotta get this down because I need to share this with my clients or I need to share this with my audience and they all come flooding in Maybe I need to start like a walking podcast where I'm just hey yeah yeah like here's all all the things that come up because it really does it's like it unleashes something it's pretty incredible and that's awesome you're feeling stuck like get outside and get move get in the sun get some fresh air it'll help you sleep better too (laughs) yes indeed so many good benefits so. To wrap it all up, you know, take your walks, everybody, Um, you know, celebrate the small wins. There's so many great things that I feel like people can get out of this conversation. So I want to thank you again, Abby, for coming on. Where can people find you if they want to, I guess, chat with you, find out more about what you do and have any questions too? 
Yeah, absolutely. I am most active on Instagram at wellness with Abby. Abby is with an E. Um, it's wellness with Abby H. And my website is wellnesswithabbyh.com. Perfect. Great. And we'll make sure to include all those in the episode description too. So people can have that for, you know, spelling purposes or easy access or whatever. So perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And you're welcome back anytime if, you know, you want to chat about anything else or if I have any, you know, I guess other questions about, you know, fitness and diet culture and things like that. I know we didn't talk about it too much today, but you're welcome back anytime. So appreciate you coming on. Awesome. This was fun. It was, ha I was happy to be here. Yeah. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Find out more about us at www.scatschats.com. Special thanks to NK Arts, who designed our logo, Daddy Lackis for writing and producing our theme song, Joe Papadenitz for branding photos, and our friend Abby for social media. Scott.